Welcome to the Winging It Travel Podcast with me, James Hammond, where every Monday I'll be joined by guests to talk about their travel stories, travel tips, backpacking advice, and so much more. Right now, I'm taking the podcast on the road traveling with me. So tune in every week for short form episodes detailing all my travels alongside my Monday guest episode. Are you a backpacker, traveler, gap year student, or simply someone who loves to travel? Then this is the podcast for you. This is a casual, informative podcast designed for you to inspire you to travel. There'll be stories to tell, tips to share, and experiences to inspire. Welcome to the show. Hey, yeah, just a quick one. I just want to say there are many ways to support this podcast. You can buy me a coffee and help support the podcast with $5. Or you can go to my merch store with the affiliate link with TeePublic, where there's plenty of merch available to buy, such as t-shirts, jumpers, hoodies, and also some children's clothing. Thirdly, which is free, you can also rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, or Good Pods. Also, you can find me on social media on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Simply just search for Winging It Travel Podcast, and you'll find me displaying all my social media content for traveling, podcast, and other stuff. Hello, and welcome to this week's solo episode where I'm going to cover days 36 to 41, and that's going to be Montreal and the day at Niagara Falls. I left from the last episode from Quebec City, driving to Montreal, and us having a very lucky position of having someone's apartment to chill out in. And it's the first time in a long while we've got a proper home living opportunity, and we definitely made the most of it in Montreal. So that's why I whacked in Niagara Falls at the end of the episode but we had a recommendation to go to a coffee espresso bar so we made our way and walked probably about 40 minutes to Pourquoi Pass Espresso Bar this is located quite near the Beaudry metro station or roughly if you look on google maps the village area so very trendy area lots happening there brilliant vibe coffee was great the downside is I don't know if you have to ask this because obviously we can't speak French that well, but the cup was a paper cup. Gets on my wick a little bit that they give you paper cups. I understand some people want to take out, but a lot of people sit in. So I think if they realise you're sitting in, they should be giving you a proper cup, but not all cafes do that. But this cafe, apart from that, was fantastic. Love the coffee, love the art on the walls. Great start to the day. Then we walked out to the old town area of Montreal, situated on the waterfront. And we ticked off a few things. Notre Dame Basilica was one of them. Uh, we also walked along the Rui Notre Dame Road. That's right bang in the old town. And it's just a feel of old French city, a bit like Quebec City. Cobble streets, there's cafes with seating outside on a sunny day, perfect. A lot of tourists, there are some markets there as well. Very busy, but I love the vibe and it's definitely something worth doing when you're in Montreal. I guess if you lived there, you probably would avoid it because it's quite busy and tourists go there as well, but well worth doing. Obviously, I think coffees and restaurants and cafes and stuff are probably inflated in terms of prices and the quality is probably not as good because of the touristy area, but we loved it, loved the vibe. Then we made our way down to the waterfront. There's a nice little bike lane you can bike along. A bit further on is the walking part, goes along the water. And it's just right next door to the old town, so real nice vibe there as well. I think there's some markets going on there, some events as well. Uh, so Czech Montreal has all these kind of events going on all year round, but love the walk. So we got our 10,000 steps in, walked around the old town and the waterfront. Feel like we completed it a notch. 
from one end to the other, saw what we saw, and unfortunately got a cheap McDonald's for lunch, but sometimes this has to be done. But overall, on a nice, warm, sunny day, it was perfect for that type of sightseeing. Unfortunately, just because of timing-wise, even though we had the apartment to use, we also did book an Airbnb for our three or four nights in Montreal. And we took a risk because it's cheaper in price and it's actually five, ten minute drive from where we're staying. But we just knew that Airbnb is a bit of a nightmare at the minute in Canada. You think you're booking a basement suite. You're not. You're booking a room with a toilet and it's shared between 12 rooms. Like this place was one kitchen, three levels, four on the bottom where we were, including us, four in the middle, four on the top. It's just basically a hostel but the way they've worded it and put it out on Airbnb, it just makes them kind of get away with it a little bit because I'm not happy with just not being clear about what it was. Anyway, because we booked it, we drove there, we thought we'd lease day night just to see if it's any good. But I think we knew in the back of our minds that obviously the apartment's going to take precedent here. So went for one night, slept there and got out ASAP next morning because it just wasn't very nice to stay there. I think Emma said she might have saw some sick on the floor outside as well. Not brilliant, so that's the kind of vibe we're going for here. But the problem is, because it's so expensive in Canada, in cities to stay in, especially in central areas, they're going to get loads of bookings because they're cheaper price. It's just a devil you know, really. We got out early, got back to the apartment for a breakfast, and I had an interview the next morning with an upcoming guest, actually, coming in a few weeks. So I had to get back for that, and then we chilled out in the apartment for a bit. Because the day was actually rainy, wasn't a great day for sightseeing or going anywhere in Montreal we did make it out though because we had to go to the shop to do some food shopping and there's a cafe it was quite trendy near the food shop so it was called Station W Cafe a huge place actually loads of seating inside coffee cakes I think they even have a breakfast menu there as well it's right next to the Loblaws I think I don't know what that is in French can't remember what it's called right near where we are in Montreal but love the coffee great cup and just unfortunately it was raining so we went there for a coffee then we'd done our food shop and got back to the apartment and this is when I start to feel not that great uh, I don't know if the whole travel that year fast paced has kind of caught up with me a little bit just didn't feel great so I thought do you know what chill out the rest of the day and also the day after was the same I just didn't want to go outside I didn't really want to be up and about just wanted to be so kind of sat down and laying out chilling out so it wasn't a great few days the only Outside of that is the weather wasn't great either. Kind of did get away with it from that point of view. Luckily, on the last day of Montreal, we had great weather and I felt a bit better. So we got out and first of all, we're going to go into a fantastic location that you have to check out in Montreal and it's called Mount Royal Park. And you walk there probably about an hour from our apartment. You can drive there and park, uh, which is not a bad option. You've got to pay probably near the park. You can probably find some free spots a bit further back, but it uh, depends what you want to do. We walked most of it, but you can drive if you want to go and park and not have too much of a walk. But when you park up or you arrive, you walk uphill to the viewpoint overlooking Montreal. And it was a fantastically clear day. Done that up a lot of steps. Not too bad. I mean, some people were struggling. You know, it's not the grass grind, for example, in Vancouver, but it was a fair few steps up. And it's just idyllic walking through this forest, like just trees everywhere, green, very quiet. The birds are singing. Made our way to the top and got a good look over Montreal on a clear day. Would highly recommend that. There's a cafe up there as well if you want to go and get coffee. But we didn't because we went to another trendy cafe on our way back down. And this is called 
Paquet Bot. We saw this on the way there. Thought, oh yeah, we'll hallmark that. Came back, went into the cafe. I tried to order in French, de Americano, s'il vous plaît, but got given one. So I thought, do you know what? I'm just going to speak English from now on because my French is obviously not that good. But I did give it a go. Coffee was fantastic, proper cup, great aircon. Some people doing work on laptops in there. And it's a great little cafe in between Marland area and the Mont Royal Park. Check those guys out. Then we walked to a neighbourhood called Marland, which apparently is one of the best neighbourhoods in the world. Unbelievable statement. Walked there to go and check it out. First off was lunch. And we went to, I don't know if it's a local place or a tourist place or both nowadays. Obviously, it's local to begin with. Now tourists go there to go and get the lunch. But for $5, you can go to Drogheria Fine and they serve gnocchi. I think $5 gets you gnocchi with cheese. I think you can pay an extra 50 cents to get extra cheese. And then I think you can get something else with it as well. Very basic. They just have like two or three big pots on the go. It's already cooked. You go and order. They serve it up. Done in minutes. Pay by card or cash. And it's like in this little area where people can sit down in like seats and under trees. And it's like little community area that people seem to chill out and have their lunch. Fantastic value. A huge box of Noki. Loved it. Great find. Emma found that. So that was a kudos to her for that. And I thoroughly enjoyed checking out something that looked quite historical. Then we just walked around Mile End. It's a mix of, I guess, apartments, independent shops, independent cafes, some lunch spots, quite leafy. There's little pockets in the area. Went to the little local Italian area and got a coffee at Cafe Olimpico. They serve the proper Italian mini cups like that. So good. You can tell it's Italian because they've got Italian football highlights on TV. They've got Italian football t-shirts and Lazio flags and all that paraphernalia on the walls clearly an Italian establishment and just brilliant to chill out in a weird thing that we saw is women are queued up to get a coffee got her laptop out in the queue so then people weren't sure she was doing work on the counter whilst waiting because she didn't move and then people moved in front of her and she got a bit arsy with that so it's a really weird scenario apart from that a great cafe to go and get your coffee and right in the middle of Marland I still wasn't 100% at this point, so I think we'd done that, then walked a different route back to our car through a different part of Marlin, and we went to a wool shop. And it really was a very nice feel and definitely somewhere I could feel and envision living there. So we'll see if that happens in the future. And Marlin, I mean, it's a huge statement to have the best neighbourhood in the world. I don't know what constitutes that to be true, but did far enjoy the whole area. That was our last day in Montreal. Next day, we headed to Toronto. So you may be wondering why we didn't go to Toronto before on this trip it's because my friend Tom was flying over from UK on a certain date to go to a wedding and I wanted to make sure we were there for a few days to catch up with him so we changed our plans a little bit because the normal route would have been going down Ontario and carrying on in Ontario and working our way up and around but we actually went up to Quebec down and then back up again pretty much the same road the reason being my friend came over to UK bit of a weird way of doing it Probably added in an extra five hours of driving, but it's worth it because we get to see a friend and spend a few days out in Niagara Falls and Toronto. It's about a five-hour drive from there. Not too shabby, that. So we got to move on. Left reasonably early, and it was okay drive. Bit of weather here and there. And we arrived late afternoon into the North York area of Toronto for our next Airbnb. And this one was massively better than the last one. I still... A few quirky things going on but they had one room great aircon 
It's a breakfast in the morning for you, which is just the cold stuff. And they have access to a microwave, uh, fridge and freezer. But the weird thing about this accommodation was we had our door into the room, another door into our own bathroom, if you like. But that bathroom then backs onto another room. So there's a rule on the door that you have to knock and make sure no one's in there from the other room so you can use it. But then you can lock the other guy's door from inside the bathroom. So you could be sitting there just chilling out and then suddenly you just hear someone lock your own door from the bathroom. Strange scenario. We technically didn't see anyone the first night. So we think we had it for free for us to use. But the rest of the time there were a few stories. I'll come to that in the next episode. Anyway, got there, had a takeaway, chilled out. Next morning was an early start to an early night because the next morning is a 5.30 a.m. alarm call. So let's go into the next morning. Last day on this podcast will be Niagara Falls. So the plan was we're going to get from the metro at the Airbnb, which is, to be fair, about a five, ten minute walk, real close to the metro station. There's parking nearby for $2.50 a day as well. Free on the weekends on the road as well. So we got to the metro station, bought a Presto card. You need that for Toronto. It's like an Oyster card or a Compass card. Basically top it up and use it for the metro or buses. And we took about 45 minutes to get into central Toronto. And we're going to meet my friend Thomas Osborne, who flew over from UK for a wedding in Toronto. And we're going to meet him at the Set Regis Hotel. Yeah, different budget to us. Two, then walk to get the bus to Niagara Falls. Got a pre-order of Tim Horton's bagels on the go and coffee. Met Tom at his hotel. Walked to go and get the bagels. Then walked to the Union Station bus station, which is the main train station and bus station in the centre of Toronto. And it was a 7.30 bus to Niagara Falls. It cost about probably 30 to 35 Canadian dollars each return. Our return time was about 2.45pm. So that's the plan. The bus journey there, smooth. 90 minutes, no traffic. Got into the bus station near the, pretty much the top of the Niagara Falls at the end. And it was great to see Tom. Has a good catch up at football, live, all that sort of stuff. And then we just had no real plan really, but to walk along the front and get some pictures of both waterfalls. There's the Canadian waterfall and the American waterfall the other side. So we got some views of that. Pictures and photographs of that, fantastic. It was great to see that again. I was there nine years earlier. Obviously, it hasn't changed that much, but it was great to go back. Fantastic day, sunny day, perfect for sightseeing. And we walked all along the front, got a coffee and a Coke just to sit by and watch kind of just the, the well go by, really, along the water. It's kind of in this underground market. If you go to Niagara Falls, you, you'll see that on the waterfront. One thing we did book was the boat to go along the water and pretty much under the waterfall. It's called Niagara City Cruises. You can go and do that. It used to be called Made in the Mist. That is now only on the American side. Obviously, you want to cross the border and go over the bridge and do that, that side. But why would you? So we got that booked in and we went there a little bit earlier. And this was an interesting boat ride. Again, about $30, $35, including tax each person. And what you get is pretty much 20, 25 minutes on the boat. It's pretty packed if you go midday. On reflection, I would have gone earlier. I think less people on the boat. Got a poncho's over us and pretty much got soaked for 20 minutes whilst we kind of looked in awe at this huge waterfall cascading down on both sides the american one is not as powerful but if we go to the canadian one it really does get going and it gets you wet and try to get some content obviously the phone gets wet your hair gets wet everything like that good fun good to see it up close you can't get any closer than that in real time the boat ride was much better you get much more experience of the water coming into you and see how ferocious and powerful it is 
a fantastic boat ride well worth the 30 odd dollars and just get there a bit earlier on the boat because we came probably about I don't know, 10, 30, 11 a.m. onto the boat. And that was pretty full then. But when we got to Niagara Falls, probably about 9.30 a.m. initially, it wasn't that busy. But as soon as we went back to the bus at 2.30 p.m., hordes of travellers, and this is on a Friday as well, not on the weekend. So we'd get there early and get it done as soon as possible. We walked into the Niagara Falls township, if you like. It's a bit ratty, it's a bit horrible. It's a bit like a border town. It's got casinos and hard rock cafes and Tim Hortons and all the major chains we tried to find a coffee that wasn't Tim's or Starbucks we did find one in this motel hotel cafe thing got some poutine which is great um, coffee was okay it's just standard normal refill coffee and then we went to the Hard Rock Cafe just for a laugh not been there for years and got a messy burger okay filled us up just a load of food in it but quite expensive so we kind of hung around got some lunch and then got the 2.45pm bus back overall at that point we felt done in Lots of walking, lots of seeing the waterfalls, all the content you can imagine. And it's great hanging out with Tom for the day. Bus back to Toronto took, I think, roughly four hours. Just constantly back-to-back traffic. We didn't get going at all. And I thought that was early enough to miss the traffic. So obviously, I've learned my lesson there. 2.45 on a Friday from Niagara Falls to, to Toronto, and maybe from anywhere else. Gridlocked. Horrendous. Finally made it back. Knackered. End of the day got back to our Airbnb and just went to sleep. It was a long, long day. But overall, Niagara Falls, you've got to go and see it. It's a cheap bus there and back. I think you possibly could get the train. Worth doing the boat ride, worth hanging out for a bit, getting a coffee, maybe half a day in the morning, get it done. You don't need to go to the town. It's not that nice at all. And also, if you want to cross the border in the US, you could probably walk over and go and get that done as well. So I further enjoyed my day out there. And that's the end of this podcast episode. So the next one is going to be full-on Toronto. I thought I'd get Niagara Falls in there because there's a few days in Montreal that I was ill fill out a bit more content for you and as you'll see in this video there's some fantastic content from the waterfalls so thanks for tuning in and i'll catch you guys next time to kick off we did have a sightseeing day straight in the day after in montreal a fantastic day sunny weather can't complain so first off obviously we made use of the facilities in our apartment had breakfast etc hey yeah just a quick one i just want to say there are many ways to support this podcast you can buy me a coffee and help support the podcast with $5. Or you can go to my merch store with the affiliate link with TeePublic, where there's plenty of merch available to buy, such as t-shirts, jumpers, hoodies, and also some children's clothing. Thirdly, which is free, you can also rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, or Good Pods. Also, you can find me on social media on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Simply just search for Winging It Travel Podcast and you'll find me displaying all my social media content for travelling, podcast and other stuff. Thank you.